Hello, good day, and welcome to the Sports Bar Debates Podcast. My name is Kyle Hewson, and joining me this week is a guy who's a big fan of Justin Bieber's New Leaf jerseys, Jaron Kerr. How's it going today, Jaron? Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the black part of it, the the yellow one inside the jersey. Not, not really. So not Bieber's part, but just like the general like dark. The black. part that Bieber probably didn't do. Right. Yeah. The Leafs were like, we're going to make a black jersey. Do you want to throw yours on the inside or do you think he pitched them? I can't really tell because it just feels like he just was like, I'm just going to design the inside. And then they were like, ah, we can't use this. So we'll just make it the inside of the jersey and, and make a different jersey for the outside. Right. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear stories of that told on Instagram and on broadcast, just like he did when he made his Tim Biebs. Those were delicious. It's <laughs> a big Bieber fan. He's on a heater right now. All right, we'll get into our main debate topic, best team names, but first we need a bit of a warm-up. We've both recently sustained injuries playing sports, likely from a lack of warming up, so that we're going to try to avoid some injury ready for this warm-up. I am as ready as I think I'll be. As ready as you were before you got injured? Yes. Yes, yes. Great start. So we're going to focus on the best team names in pro sports in our debate. This is where we have a chance to answer what's our favorite or best minor league team name so do you have do you have a a favorite minor league you know ahl ohl echl any of the 30 minor league baseball teams uh i'm gonna do an honorable mention to the louisiana mud bugs okay where are they from is some like nc like division of like people that are older than young kids but like i think it's like they're equivalent to junior but they're not quite in that division that like the really good players come from okay yeah, but I also wanted to point out the Leafs like farm ECHL team, which what were they? The Newfoundland Growlers? Is that what they were called? I don't actually know. Because I'm pretty sure they were called the Growlers, and they had that like dog on their on the front of their crest. I just think it's funny because Growler means like woman's anatomy in like slang for like some of the English speaking countries. Growler also <laughs> refer to like the like size of beer that you get when you go to like a like a brewery itself you can take a home a growler okay <laughs> it's not as ironic but so that was so growlers is your favorite yeah 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 mine is the rocket city trash pandas <laughs> <laughs> they're the los angeles angels double a affiliate okay they're based out of alabama and their logo is a raccoon in a trash can that's transformed into a rocket ship that's amazing. And I stumbled upon this name literally playing the show and picked or got drafted by the Angels and they get sent to the double A team. And I was like, what the actual fuck is this team's <laughs> name? It's like, that makes no sense. Well, it makes it makes sense. It's just it's legendary. The fucking trash pan Rocket City trash pandas. It's not even from Rocket City because that'd be a sick place to go. It's Madison, Alabama. <laughs> So did they were they called Rocket City before they went to Alabama or did, were they just always Rocket City? No, this is a new team. Okay. So this is a this team's only only started during the pandemic. It feels like something they'd only let happen in the pandemic. Yeah, and they might might have to change their name for 2023, <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, so we've got the we got the Mudbugs, the Growlers, and the Rocket City Trash Pandas as our favorite minor league team. I as I mentioned, you you've recently been injured playing sports. Um, so I'm actually going to give you a second warm-up. And we're going to see, I'm going to set a timer here, how many team names in the big four sports, so NHL, NBA, MLB, and NFL, 
don't end in S. How many can you name? That don't end in S? You got 30 seconds. Ready? Oh, God. Go. I don't even know if I can think of one that doesn't end in S. Uh... I did put you on the spot Jesus there. Christ. Like, I might be able to give you a little bit more time. I'm trying to, like, think through them, and it's like not none of them don't end in S of <laughs> okay. the ones that I can actually think of. What team does Marc-Andre Fleury pay for? Oh, the Wild. Okay. Okay. Joe Sackick's the GM of? The Avalanche. Who just won the last two Stanley Cups. Oh, the Lightning. True. And what's the newest team in the NHL? Oh, the Kraken. So Are that's the up? NHL covered. Is that it? No, that's it in the NHL. There's 10 in total. There's two teams in baseball that end in the same three letters. And they're old teams. Not the Yanks. Close. This, oh, the Sox. Red Sox, White Sox. Yeah. So that's it for baseball. Basketball has four. So the two Florida teams. Oh, who? Oh, the Heat and the Magic. Yeah. And then similar to the Lightning, we have the... Jesus, but how do I know? I don't remember this one. Durant used to play for them. Oh, the Warriors. No. No. <laughs> Before that. The Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, our friends that always get forgotten, sorry. But they're in Utah. Oh, the Jazz. True. Those are the 10s. We've got the Avalanche, Wild, Lightning, and Kraken in the NHL. The Magic, Heat, Thunder, and Jazz in the NBA. And the White and Red Sox in baseball. I did put you on the spot. I'm sorry. I thought... I guess if you had done the same thing to me, I don't know that I would have thought of any great off the bat. Everything that popped into my head was just everything that ended in S. You told me not to think of S. Damn it. I was like, nope. All I got is S's in my head. I I guess I could have phrased it as like, how many teams can you name that end in a letter? No, because I would have still... Because I got S into your head, you were thinking. (laughs) Oh, well. Without further ado, grab a drink, kick back, and let's dive into this week's debate. 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 Alright, there are many things that make a great sports name. A tie-in to the local community is a good place to start. Does it have a cool short form, or is it easy to remember? Does it have a certain degree of, shall we say, badassness? We've sought out the best team names, and have got... A couple each, um, you know, not necessarily five or any specific number. We're just going to go blow for blow until one of us calls it quits. So we'll kind of just go back and forth. Um, as you're my guest, I will let you kick it off. All right. So I'm just going to start at the cool number seven on my list because I have 19, as you know. Okay. And I don't really want to go through all 19 because it'll just be too long. And I'm just going to go with a simple one. Pretty much every sports fan, like not every, like 60% of sports fans love beer. And uh, so I'm just going to give it to the Milwaukee Brewers because, you know, like simple name. You're you already you're starting off on a rough foot because you're it starts with Milwaukee. Yeah. But you when you end it with Brewers, it's like not a bad it's not a bad case. And they do like brew a lot of beers there. So it's like kind of relevant to the to the community but i just like the idea of just them knowing what they are like where everyone's at the baseball game milwaukee to drink and they're just like whatever we'll call ourselves the brewers so i had them on my list i uh had them on there literally for that explicit reason (laughs) it's tied to to beer i remember when i was a kid 
I knew that Miller, not like a young kid, but like, you know, like 13, 14. I knew that Miller was a type of beer and it was called Miller Park. And so that's why I thought they were called the Brewers. And I was like, wow, like the team named themselves after their stadium. That's crazy. (laughs) And then now, obviously, as an adult, I know that, you know, Milwaukee's got this, like you said, aptitude for brewing beer. It's, It's where Miller is headquartered ties into the city's association with brewing so it kind of makes sense um but yeah even that loose tie-in really elevates the name but like you said unfortunately they're based out of milwaukee um <laughs> that's I'm, why they're low i'm going with another city and another baseball team nearby and that's the minnesota twins short and easy to remember not again same thing kind of a near irrelevant team at least in the last couple of years they well, actually they're relevant because they have the longest playoff losing streak of all time or currently at least i think it's like 18 games like 13 of those are to the yankees um you know you got the twin cities st paul and minneapolis so natural tie into the twins there like i said kind of easy to remember short and sweet um my next one that i'm gonna pick won't be but i'll let you go go next yes my next one i'm just hearkening back to like tradition on this one and kind of just the classic and i'm going with just the montreal canadiens okay because like, I put them higher than the Leafs on my list, even though the Leafs do have, like, some interesting stuff. But Montreal's just, like, it's like they were the amalgamation of, like, eight Montreal hockey teams that just, like, then became the Montreal Canadiens when they, like, eliminated all the other teams. And it was kind of just, like, hey, this is, like, everybody from this place and we're going to end the Canadians in the French spelling because we're pretentious. And then we're going to tell people to say Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was kind of like a battle royale. Like yeah. All the teams got into a pit and the Canadians survived and thus became the NHL team. That's, uh, yeah. how, that's how it worked in my head. Yeah. Because like in, in 1909 is when they were named, but then they weren't like the last team in Montreal until like the 1930s, apparently. From my research, who knows if I'm right or not. Well, they had, who is the other Montreal team? Not Voyager, but something like that, didn't they? Uh, there were the English, like, housed Victorians. That's what I was Apparently. Thinking. And there was an Irish team named the Shamrocks. At the same time as the Toronto St. Pats? I think so. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. 1920s? Yeah, that was in, like, around the 1917, between, like, 1909 and 1917. I think that was around that. the same time as the St. Pats. So there were just all these Irish immigrants just, like, making hockey, hockey teams. teams. When I was researching this pod, I looked at a list um, that com- that was talking about the most badass names in the NHL, and the Canadians were the Canadians were second last to the Leafs because it was in terms of like who you'd want on your side in a fight. Oh, okay. And it was like I definitely don't want a Leaf, and I definitely don't want a Canadian. Although, like, is a Canadian better than not a duck? A- yeah, duck. Yeah, pro- probably. <laughs> Unless it's a Canadian duck. We've seen Canadians fight in the <laughs> NHL. Like, I feel like there, there's probably way more. Like, I'd rather have the Canadian on my side than probably like half the other team. Yeah, because it or penguin. Yeah, like what a Canadian could be the shit out of a penguin. I'm trying to think, like Bruins would be scary. Sharks. Depends if the sharks on land or not. <laughs> <laughs> Depends if the Canadians on land or not. That's true. Anyways, all right, I'm going to move on to mine. So I said Twins was this nice, short, simple name. I've got the Portland Trailblazers next. Uh, 
the tie into Oregon and their, you know, roots with trailblazing through the forest up in the Pacific Northwest. But I, I like this one because I think I, I really like the short form blazers. It's like it's like the dodgeball movie where there's laser and blazer and all the the badass globo gym guys. I think I think blazers is a pretty badass basketball name team name in general, uh, especially recently with you know Dame Lillard and the Blazers and uh, some some cool teams that they've got over there. But yeah, I think I just think the name Blazers makes that. And then you got the tie-in. Like I said, I like that tie-in with the Twin Cities for the Twins. I like the tie-in for for Oregon and the Trailblazers. Mm. Okay, so mine's, I'm I'm like all bored for the the Blazers. Like I think I only had like a couple basketball teams on my list, and the Blazers weren't like one of them because all I was thinking of was like a jacket. So that's that's why I didn't like pick the Blazers. But like after you explained it more, I'm kind of like okay, I'm I'm more on board with the Blazers. But my next one was the San Jose Sharks because I like the alliteration. And I also like the fact that originally they were fan voted to be the San Jose Blades. And then they determined that that was too violent. <laughs> so then they became the Sharks. Again, maybe they're thinking land sharks. <laughs> and they're not violent if they're land sharks, right? They were like, Blades, I don't know, too many shanks, too many things going about, but sharks. The thing with basically what, like, a couple thousand blades in its mouth? Well, what's more likely to kill you, a blade or a shark? If you live in San Jose, a shark. You think so? Yeah. You got all those all those angry, you know, Facebook and Google types? If you live in L.A., a blade. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere on the road. Like, you know, the stats, more, you're more likely to be killed by a cow than a shark. So I think you're more likely to be killed by a blade than a cow than a shark. That's true. So maybe they were just thinking literally, what could kill you? most frequently let's not name our team the blades let's go something scary but not quite as scary as a blade i just like that they couldn't be called the blades but there's the detroit pistons which were originally named after guns and then they just moved to detroit and then they were like oh it's a clever tie-in with like car culture and motor city but like they were originally named after the owner owned like a gun company so they were called like the pistons for guns right and they were like that's cool but blades uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh So I'm going with the one that's probably equally violent compared to a blade or a shark, and that's a Viking. Mm. So you've got the Minnesota Vikings, and I just like it because I think it's badass. Minnesota is, if not the most northern, because of Seattle maybe, U.S. NFL team, or NFL team in period, because we don't have one. Kind of ties in because it's nice and cold there. <laughs> so you got your Vikings settling there. Uh, I just think it's a badass name. It's pretty pretty simply put. I think they do have a big like Nordic culture of people that live there too, which is why they called like them like Marshall Viking. Erickson from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> there you go. All right, that was that was a quick one. I don't I don't really have too much to add to the to the Vikings. It's a, it's a badass name. I know it's a good one. And what was I on? I was on. I don't know. Just just throw on one five. Out, just throw I, one out there. My only like top top seven basketball one: the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Because I don't like it because it's too long. I just like it because, well, it's like the same amount as like Minnesota and Timberwolves. So it's like, it kind of just evens out. But I like the fact that they're the only place apparently in the States that has a roaming pack of Timberwolves. Because Timberwolves are usually like one wolf by itself. Okay. And it's like a big ass scary wolf on its own. And it like can survive on its own because it's badass as fuck. 
And in Minnesota, they were like, yo, let's put like seven of them together. And they just like roam around in a pack, apparently in Minnesota. That was that was in the state, not in the city, not in the city. Okay. But that, that was what I that was what I read. Who knows if it's true? But that's what I read. That's why they named them the Timberwolves. Yeah, it's Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Those are the those are the wolves running, running a riot. I'm actually now that I think of it, there's no wolf team name other than that. Yeah, there isn't. And like wolves are pretty badass. They're pretty common. That's true. There's, I'm surprised there's no hockey wolves. Well, there is in the in in the OHL. There's the Sudbury yeah. wolves. Yeah. Again, that kind of makes sense because they're up there. Yeah, I, I get you could short form that to just wolf. They go by wolves sometimes. They go by T-wolves. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, yo, we're the T-wolves. <laughs> it's like a, like a, they belong in like Greece or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, it's, it, you got to take like a, a deep breath to, to say the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's true. Imagine being a sportscaster and just having to go, the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> and then I'd probably to, just call them Timberwolves, right? Or just the wolves. Yep. Or mini Mini. All right. The losers, because they are. Hey, aren't they ahead of the Lakers right now? It doesn't mean much. I actually, I don't know why I'm talking shit, because my next one's a pretty long one, too. It's the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> Sounds fun when you break it up by syllable. Again, cool name. Not as badass as a Viking, but it again, relevant as well. No S. That just puts it in there automatically, right? Yep. Yep. Any, <laughs> I should have just listed all 10 teams with, with no S. No S. Is, it's unique. Out of, what is it, like 126 or however many pro sports franchises there are, there's 10 that don't have an S. Colorado Avalanche are one of them. Ties into the state's mountainous geography, obviously. Um, you don't want to get caught in one of those. And they've had some good teams in their 30-ish years of existence. Not that that matters. It doesn't really impact team name, but, you know, cool name. Yeah, it's a avalanche is a good one. It's like good for hockey, too, because it's like snow and ice themed. It's cold. Yeah. And it's like a good like because especially with the way their team is now, basically all offense, they're like an offensive avalanche. So it's like the most fitting probably right now that it's ever been. You could have just called us the Toronto Swiss cheeses and <laughs> talked about our goaltending. It'd be a cooler name than the Maple Leafs, maybe. So the third one, I kind of went with like what you did for the first couple where it was like related kind of to the city. And I just wanted to mention an NFL one. So I picked Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Because I like how it's like set with the steel industry of Pittsburgh and like uh, and it just it just sounds like a good name for football, too. Like it works for the steel industry. They're they're the Steelers, but then they're also stealing the ball if it's like an interception or anything. And that's about the only thing Pittsburgh's ever been good at is defense. <laughs> so, or being kind of, being hard, like being yeah. like rugged, right? Like yeah, reflecting kind of the the not epitome of the city, but like the the culture of the city. Yeah, it's definitely funny that it's the opposite to the Penguins. Like they have the Steelers, and then they, and then they have the Penguins, <laughs> and they got the Pirates. That's true. And they're all black and yellow. Oh yeah, all black and yellow, but very different naming schemes. Yeah, across the board. I don't think there are any pirates in Pittsburgh, nor are there penguins outside of the zoo. <laughs> All right, hit me with your one. I called this one when it was named like months before. I don't think it was difficult to do. It's We've already mentioned them in, in the top with another team without an S, and that's the Seattle Kraken. Uh, you know, there are rumors flying around that they're going to be called the Metropolitans again or the Evergreens. And before all that, I was like, they should call themselves the Croc, and I think that'd be a really cool name. I must have seen it somewhere, because I probably wouldn't come up with that myself. I'm not that smart. But 
it's mytholo- it's got a mythological tie-in. Uh, their release video is pretty cool because again, it's tied to the sea in Seattle, right? So, uh, despite there probably not being any kraken, although who knows? Uh, it's a badass name. It's tied to the city of Seattle, and it's just kind of like it. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but it feels badass to say kraken. Yeah, like it- Liam Neeson, right? Like when he. <laughs> In that terrible release, that Revenge of the Titans or whatever it was called. Yeah, it's definitely better than the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, I thought they'd at least go with, like, Aces or something, but they wanted to not have anything to do with gambling. Yeah, at the time. And now now, genius. Yeah, now everything everything's to do with gambling. You watch, like, a, a hockey game, and the announcers must bring up, especially on the American feeds, like, they bring up gambling constantly throughout the entire game. The over-under and the props and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they should have just called them the Vegas Gamblers or something. Anyways, Seattle Kraken's a badass name. I yeah, like it. It's definitely. Now, here is where I get into weird soccer names from... Oh, you went soccer? Yeah, from other okay. countries. Okay. And uh, my first one is FC Cuntum. <laughs> and this is from First Division in Guinea Football. And uh, they actually, they were promoted to the first division in 1997, and they have been there forever since then. And they've even almost gotten to a CONCACAF, like, cup final for for their team. Right. There you go. FC Cuntum. I think we all know why it's a great name. The fact that if, if they, they ever play sw- American teams, it'll be hilarious. Yeah, you can sw- <laughs> swear in your team name. That's... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I guess somebody named the city that first, most likely, right? That's true. Yeah. So, so yeah, here this is where I get into all my uh, my obscure soccer names, which is which is great. A little bit of a side tangent, just with MLS names, because they used to name them interesting things, and they've stopped. They've really stopped that. You've got Atlanta United, Austin FC, Charlotte FC, SC Nashville. FC Cincinnati and like they they used to be the Galaxy or they still are the Galaxy and the Earthquakes and you know it's more recently again Tim the Timbers in, in Portland um they they used to give some cool names and now it's it's kind of been boring Montreal Impact I don't know why they were called the Impact but it was a cool name it was from uh, the team was established before they jumped into the MLS and now they've gotten rid of that and they're club to foot Montreal yeah that's why I didn't pick pretty much any of the European soccer teams for like any of my lists because a lot of them are just like the name of the place that they're from with football club. Yeah, which is exactly what they're doing here. Maybe it's to appeal to that demographic and the overseas demographic because they don't like the Americanized sports names like Galaxy and Crew and Earthquakes and There's wasn't there like the Renegades for Revolution. Revolution, that's what it was. Revolution. (laughs) Yeah. So Chicago Fire Anyways, they used to come up with cool names. They don't anymore. Kind of cheesed. Anyways, um, I'm going hometown next. Mm. Not the Maple Leafs, and it's not the Bird team. It's the Toronto Raptors. (laughs) Did they take advantage and jump on the Jurassic Park bandwagon? 100%. Absolutely. (laughs) Does that... Now, 25, 26 years later, I mean, it's not a badass team name. Absolutely not. It's a badass team name. They were considering the Toronto T-Rexes, and that would have sucked. Is a T-Rex cooler than a Raptor? Probably. 
with his little tiny arms. Imagine, imagine being a, a, a basketball team with the little tiny arms on a T Rex. <laughs> That'd be so good. Anyways, the Raptor is a, a, a badass name. Like I said, it's not super relevant for the city. The movie had come out like two years earlier, and they were like, oh, you know, it'd be a cool team name. Uh, but it's an awesome name, and it's better than the Toronto T-Rexes. The other reported name was the Toronto Hogs. <laughs> like We would have been the butt of so many jokes if we were the Toronto. I get the, ho- the, the Hogtown tie-in, but like if you would have named your team the Toronto Hogs, like, it, yeah, it would have been... You know oinking and and all that crap going on in in yeah. rival stadiums so uh raptor's cool name at the time we were also the only city in the world to have a raptor in a zoo great it's definitely not true fun, <laughs> fun fact 100 percent truth to that my top two are basically tied so i just kind of i'm just going to kind of say them both and no give me give me one because i have one, i have one more Okay. Brewers. Okay. Brewers was on here somewhere, but okay. I'll just give you the second one then. We're going back to my boys. I talk about them basically every single time we make a podcast, and uh, that's the country of Zimbabwe, and uh, they have chicken in FC football like, club. Chicken like I N or I N N like it's a hotel for chickens. <laughs> motel. <laughs> chicken motel. This is named after its sponsor, which is a fast food chain, and they became the national champions in 2015. And the club's nickname is Gamecocks, like South Carolina. And we should you could do a whole podcast on this. Sorry, I'll let you finish in a second, but you could do a whole podcast just on college team names. Yeah, because there are some great ones actually i have one right now i'll give it out after you you ramble about the chicken in fc that's pretty much i'm pretty much good on the chicken in fc like chicken in fc fantastic start of just a name in general and then i like that they were like you know what we're gonna call them the gamecocks as their like nickname yeah. and it's like why but but also okay <laughs> like it's just it's just a weird stretch so there are there are a couple like i said in college we were talking about pro team names but we'll wrap up with college here before we get into our, our favorites. The South Carolina Gamecocks is one. The Alabama Crimson Tide. I know it's a reference to do something in Alabama. It sounds pretty badass, though, especially their football team when they're all red and they usually win. Um, otherwise, there's like 35 Wildcat teams in Division One football or basketball or just Division One in general. The Tennessee Volunteers. Syracuse orange just name yourself after a color <laughs> I guess you know you got the St. Louis blues but at least that's like it's a form of music and they're a logo it's also it's also named after a music song from the 1940s called the St. Louis blues great is it Syracuse orange <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> Michigan State Spartans is a pretty bad, bad badass name Michigan Wolverines there's another Wolves one, I guess. Anyways, we, you could get into into college team names quite a bit because there, there are a lot of them on that level of the Tennessee Volunteers. Um, I didn't mean to segue like this, but it works because in Tennessee is Nashville and Nashville's home of the Predators. Uh, one of my favorite NHL teams. I don't really remember why. I liked Paul Correa. He went there, so I kind of started cheering for them and he left, and I guess I just never really stopped. Uh, not that that matters for team names and i'm not necessarily picking them because i like the team but it's an intimidating name the sharks are predators the bears are predators or bruins i guess but the nashville predators kind of own them all so the alpha dog that's true predator uh they prey on the rest of the league 
And apparently the story goes that the reason they're called that is because a saber-toothed tiger, and that's the reason it's the logo, was found under Nashville. I don't know if it was like soon before they named the team or if it was just like, oh, in 1934, <laughs> they found a saber-toothed tiger. So that's why it's the, that's why it's the Predators. That's why it's the saber-toothed tiger because they don't really line up, you'd think, to the city of Nashville. Would have been a good one for you know the Nashville country stars or like Nashville Cowboys could have worked I guess but Predators is, a, is another badass name I went with a lot of just badass names yeah Raptors Kraken Avalanche Vikings Twins they're pretty scary sometimes and then the, and then the Predators see I I'm down with the Predators because like as we further get along it seems in the years of people being very sensitive calling your team the Predators is such a bold <laughs> I didn't even think a bold that. call Cancel, cancel culture is going to cancel the Nashville Predators, even though it's quite clearly a saber-toothed tiger and not anything to do with, you know, like creeping children or... No, it's true. It's just like, I, I just find it ironic when it says Nashville Predators and then like there's an ad on the board that's for like Subway. <laughs> Tell me you've actually seen that and you didn't just make that up because that'd be, that'd be amazing. For what? You've seen a subway ad at a Nashville Predators game, or I guess maybe like yeah, yeah, like they'll they'll have them on the boards. Yeah, but like actually, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> that is either somebody on their partnerships team trolling everybody, or just complete. I think it's just that Subway's so big now that they've just gotten past that whole scandal. Maybe that we really don't need to readdress. But you do. <laughs> you do. I was gonna make a joke when you were listing out things when you were like when you were like sharks bears i was gonna say jared from subway but you know what jared from subway aside the number one name for me is cape coast mysterious ibusa dwarves from from where and i assume this is another soccer team yeah this is from ghana in cape coast is that just the is it just the three words ibusa mysterious dwarves or is it also cape coast it's cape coast mysterious ibusa dwarves and i thought minnesota timberwolves was it was a mouthful (laughs) They would be fine. They would still be a number one ranked if they were the Cape Coast Dwarves or just like the Cape Coast Mysterious Dwarves or something. Mysterious is what is what tips it for me. But they like have they're the Mysterious Ibusa Dwarves, which I assume Ibusa means something in like in Ghana or yeah, ties into the culture. But like the idea of just having Mysterious Dwarves as a soccer name is incredible. Is that like is he like is their logo just like an inquisitive dwarf? I don't know. I'd have to like totally look it up, but apparently they also have a really dope stadium too to go along with their like really cool name. It doesn't appear that they have a logo. <laughs> not not on Wikipedia anyways. They're 90 years old. Here's an even better fact. Nicknames. The Abusa Dwarves. Mm-hmm. The Mysterious Dwarves. Both make sense. The Crabs. <laughs> Where does that come from? No, that's perfect. That's even that makes it better. They're like my I, I said it was undecided between chicken in FC and the crabs. And that's the crab sets it apart because not only did they tackle the food angle, they then called themselves the mysterious Ibusa dwarves. So if we're even saying that right, they're the mysterious dwarves at, at AKA crabs, AKA crabs. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, I have honorable mention for worst team names mm-hmm. and I've got a couple here. I'm sorry to do it, but the Anaheim Ducks, I liked it better when they were mighty. That's true. The, I'm going to go through these pretty quickly. The New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, terrible. 
it might be up there for the most unintimidating team. <laughs> I think a Maple Leaf could win a fight with a Pelican. Actually, I don't want to slight Pelicans in case they attack me one day, but uh, the Utah Jazz. Love the fact that it ends in a Z. Mm-hmm. It's not the Jazzes. Or, or two Zs. <laughs> they moved originally from New Orleans, which is where this na- team name just makes a lot more sense. And then they kept the team name, and people were like, what? <laughs> Why did you keep Jazz for Utah? Uh, and then the last one, it ha- needs no explanation. I'll just finish it off by saying Cleveland, Browns. Yeah, that's fair. That's like the Syracuse Orange. Except Worse. they took it to like a full color and then uh, like a full national stage and then named themselves the color of shit. And then for the longest time, they were shit. <laughs> they were an expansion team that became this name. They were an NFL team, and then they stopped, and then they, they lost their team. And then the Baltimore Ravens moved to Cleveland in the mid-90s, I believe, and they renamed themselves the Brown. It's like, you had a chance to change it. You could have made it. I was going to say Cleveland Pound. You're keeping that in the podcast now. The Cleveland Pound, because they call themselves the Dog Pound, but that'd be that's a whole other FC Quantum <laughs> Crabs Gamecock disaster. Uh, Cleveland Browns are just a terrible name. I'm sorry to my... I have some friends in Cleveland. I'm sorry if you're listening. Yeah. That I just shit all over your team. And shout out to the California Golden Seals. As for a bad name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seals might work better. Yeah, but why are they golden? Because they can be. (laughs) Alrighty. We'll be back with our sidebar. Alright, we're back in our sidebar this week is about our favorite bars, but we're going to go non-sports bar. So in the future, I might ask a question, what's your favorite sports bar? But this time, we're going to go non-sports bar. So that's one that, you know, you don't typically go to to watch a game like a real sports or, you know, a local establishment. Um, let's actually start off with international, if you have one, uh, if you have one in mind for an international bar, somewhere you've been, really cool, cool bar you've been to, not in... Toronto. I guess it doesn't have to be international. It could be somewhere else in Canada. But Yeah. So I went to this bar in LA. It's international. Called uh, the Dresden Restaurant and Lounge. And it's like a famous kind of like movie style bar. There's these two hosts. I think one of them passed away like recently. So like rest in peace. But um, they were just like the epitome of like classic LA style. Like you'd go in and this guy would greet you at the door and he'd like hit on your girlfriend and he was like 80 years old and then he'd make like a couple like wisecracks like of those like classic LA style like Hollywood movie people you would see and then he'd go up on stage and like perform a song and it's like right in the middle of like where like Paramount Studios and all that kind of stuff and like Universal Studios and all that kind of thing is interesting the Dresden mm-hmm. pretty badass name too the good name um I don't know the name of this bar. I have, I have two international bars. One of them's real quick because I was literally in there for, I think you could you could have timed it. It would have been like a minute and a half. So went to New York with a friend of mine that was twenty at the time. I was twenty one, and that'll be relevant in a second. And he's like, "We're gonna go to the Speakeasy Bar." And I was like, "Great." Don't know what it's called. I don't even know that. I don't even know that he knows what it was called. It was just he knew where it was in New York. Um, I think it was on the, the east side by like 14th Street. And you go into this like hot dog parlor that's, you know, that in New York when they have like the upstairs and they have the downstairs, there's like the down. So you go down like two, three steps mm-hmm. into this like hot dog parlor. And I was like, this is weird. 
there's a little phone booth off to the side and you go into this like old British phone booth and you pick up the receiver and there isn't even a password. It's kind of weird, but you pick up the receiver and the person essentially asks you like how many you have to know to pick up the receiver, obviously. And the person asks you like how many and you're like party of four. And then the door on the other side of the phone booth swings open and it's a full other bar. And so we go into this bar and we sit down at a table and looking around and it's all taxidermied animals, <laughs> like stuffed, like boxes, <laughs> but it's like leather, like it feels like a, like an English, like old English bar. Yeah. And I was like, you could tell this place had a lot of character and like a lot of hippies, not hippies, mm. hipsters, <laughs> hippies go there, <laughs> the hipsters <laughs> go there. But anyways, really cool. But yeah, we were in there for a minute and a half because like I said, he was 20 and they came around IDs. He's like, I'm not 21. They're like, yeah, you can leave. <laughs> like they didn't like kick him out. They were just like invited him to leave. It was, it was very polite. Very polite. Uh, the other one, oh, sorry. I went back there a couple years later. I was visiting New York with my mom, and I told her about this place she wanted to go. We walked by, and there must have been 150 people in the hot dog place just eating hot dogs. And I was like, that's not for the hot dogs. That's They're waiting to get tables to go into this bar. So we didn't end up going. But nonetheless, fun place for the minute and a half. Uh, I like Guy Fieri's in Vegas. On the Strip right attached to the link hotel yeah uh, which is the two times i've been to vegas i've stayed there both times uh really really good food obviously it's guy fieri's it's technically a, a kitchen and bar um, but most bars have kitchens so i figure it counts fair enough um, anyways some of the some of the my favorite burgers i've ever had have been there and so for me that place just really to the top of my to the top of my i guess memory of favorite international places do you have a do you have a toronto bar a toronto bar yeah so Recently, I moved like somewhat downtownish in Toronto, and still East End though. Still East End though, and there's a bunch of bars like around my house that I've been like exploring recently, and there's one called the Vatican Gift Shop, which you walk up to the door and it's like this gift shop like interior kind of thing. You walk in, there's a person sitting there for a coat check. And then they ask you, oh, do you want to go into, like, the Vatican? Similar to, like, the phone booth thing. And then they open this big, like, wooden door. And then all of a sudden there's a huge bar just, like, in the back of this thing, like, behind the wall and all that kind of stuff. And you can just go in there. And same, like, kind of for you. Like, we had been, like, doing a bar crawl basically the entire night. So when my friend and Riangelo, um, me and my friend Riangelo, when we got there, we just, like, went in and it was so packed. And we were just like, all right, well... It's like the end of our night. We're, we're not really going to go in here and have two more drinks with like 800 people. So we'll just bounce and come back when it's like more chill. But it seems like it's like always a party. And I just like the whole like fanfare of like the hidden bar the kind of thing. The speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, my bar is is one because I know the owner uh, in Toronto. So I've had quite a few beers with him at this bar. It's Bar Volo and Wellesley and Young Area. Uh, they had one location and a condo was going up and kicked them out, so they moved to a different location. Now it's actually kind of it's kind of cooler because they had the chance to like personalize it a little bit and 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 kind of give some flavor and and, and feel to it. Um, cool spot. My favorite feature for them is because they have so many beers. They have like twenty six beers on top because it's one of each letter of the alphabet. When they run out of a beer, they might only have like one or two casks, which are like smaller kegs, or, or which is what they're known for. Or they might have only one or two like kegs of it. They have some of their own beers as well, but they kind of it's rotating taps essentially. So you go up and and they're all written on this chalkboard A to Z, and all of the different taps have A to Z on them. And, and you say I'm feeling like 
you know, letter J. And like, great, and you're ordering a, like a letter J. You obviously know the name of the beer because it's it's written on the chalkboard, but it's kind of cool that way. It's a cool way of order of ordering. I've seen it now. I don't know replicated because this was the first place I'd ever been to. Like, I went there for for my 19th birthday, so almost 10 years ago now. Uh, I've seen this replicated in other places with kind of the, the lettered or numbered taps. They've opened up a second location, Birria Volo, uh, on, on College West. So, you know, if you're listening and you like beer and you're downtown-ish area, go go check them out, Bar Volo. Don't tell them you know me, though. You might get kicked out <laughs> or voluntold to leave. <laughs> that about does it for this episode of the Sports Bar Debates podcast. Thanks to my guest, Jaren. He put in a lot more effort, obviously, than I did with his... <laughs> chicken in obscure mysterious dwarf teams <laughs> and thanks to you for listening if you've come this far and liked what you heard this time i'm actually not going to ask you to follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform although you're still free to do so if you're listening to this but instead share it with your friends families your co-workers and your neighbors spread the word and always as always if you disagree with our thoughts from this episode, you think you have a more badass team name than the Nashville Subway Predators, feel free to join the debate on Twitter at Bar Debates, and we'll see you in two Tuesdays. Cheers. Yep, cheers. Watch out for Predators. <laughs>